Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast now, joined by the great Tony Jones. Hello, Tony Jones. How are you doing? What's going on, Mike? How you doing? Not too bad. All right. Fill, uh, fill us in a little bit. What does Tony Jones do? Because then I'm uh, – because you and I uh, are – I got some questions for you about some people that I've encountered. What does Tony Jones do for a living? So I am the Senior Assistant Chief of uh, Probation and Parole uh, in Georgia in Cobb County, Marietta, Georgia. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Now, um, everybody knows my car was stolen by the Kia boys. It's happened twice now. And this time it was actually uh, taken. Here's a, here's a couple photos of the, uh, when they found it, Tony, um, here are the nails that were stolen or there the nails right here in case you uh, were curious. And then, uh, the backseat of the car, um, all kinds of just nonsense in there. How often do you deal with Kia boys? Do you deal with these people, Tony Jones? Yeah, of course. Uh, so being that being that probation officer, you know, we deal with those uh, convicted of of those type of crimes, uh, stealing vehicles. So, of course, um, I deal with them on a daily basis. So we you don't try to. Had a, uh, no, I don't. But we actually had a uh, vehicle that was stolen by one of the kid boys, and they had the aux cord still connected to the uh, the ignition. So yeah, so this <laughs> so it's fun. Well, these boneheads left their toolkit in the back seat of my car, so they were immediately able to get the fingerprints. Of course, of course. Ah, all right. So, now, so it's most—it's mostly young kids, though, man. So, yeah, I know. Well, I could—I could tell too. The nails threw me off, though. That was the one where I'm like, so this was a Kia girl, not necessarily just a Kia boys. We got to be honest oh, here. So we got girls now. We got Kia girls. <laughs> so we got- Tony Jones. All right, all right. Fill me in. Oh, first of all, what's—is uh, that an A on your shirt? It is. Oh, yeah. Tony Jones is fronting the A right now. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Let's talk a little bit about AJ Jones. First of all, I don't believe that he's only six foot four. He looks like he's six foot eight. Um, is he only six foot four? Be honest, Tony. He he's about six foot four. Uh, six three, six four, but he, he's tall. He's definitely uh tower tower me. So I can tell right. you that much. And I'm six foot. All right. 
So. All right. Now, now talk a little bit about um, he's I, I've, I've talked with a lot of people and I've always thought that he's one of the most talented wide receivers in a very talented, in a very talented wide receiver unit. He's fast. He can catch. And I've been telling people this dude's going to break out. He's got all the tools. Just talk a little bit about his game, because, again, there's a lot to like about his game. So AJ is, of course, like we said, he's six three, six four. He's very, very fast. I'm um, not just saying it because he's my son. I actually coach high school football, and I, you know, I see talent. And I see talent. Actually, right. when I uh, when I see him play, I get goosebumps. It was like hey, there's no way <laughs> this right. guy's that good. Uh, so I, I don't know where he get it from. But um, I played college ball myself. I played um, D two. I played running back, fullback in college. So, um, but AJ is he's very smart. He's very um, uh, athletic, um, especially – I don't think a lot of people know that he actually played quarterback in high school. Right. Uh, yeah, so, you know, he played um, the last – I want to say the last seven games, he played quarterback and took his team to win the CIF Southern section in California. So – but AJ, AJ is very, very – he's very good at what he does. So he got you he – did all right, let's be honest. You got He got his athleticism from you. This is correct. He got it from his mom. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> it was a mutual effort. How about that? Yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, okay, did he ever play – did he play basketball or anything too? He played basketball his senior year. Um, but he's he, – I think he played all years, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, but he, he played basketball pretty much all his years, I think, in high school. Okay. Um, Take, take me a little bit through. I always like asking parents of high-level athletes this. When when did you know that your kid was a little bit different? Every parent knows, and be, be nice. Every I mean, be honest here. Uh, don't say, well, I just thought he was like everybody else. Every parent knows when your kid can do some things that everybody else can't. So uh, I would say he was around four, maybe four or five years old. We put him in um, flag football in California. And, and then when I saw him, when they first gave him the ball, uh, gave him the ball just to run up on the field. And he, when I tell you, he blew right past those kids. I was like, oh, I looked at his mom and said, like, we may have something. Right. And then the next year, we put him in tackle football. And I was his first uh, uh, tackle football coach, head coach. Right. And um, <laughs> it's a funny story that uh, the previous head coach, he actually had uh, an offensive lineman playing running back and fullback. And while I went to the store to get his actual jock strap for him to play, right. for him to play uh, football. So when I came back, the game had already started. And I said, hey, what are you doing, man? We got, you got to put him at uh, running back. So the first time we gave him the football, he took it to the house. And it was like 80 yards. And I was right. like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> I got right. It's like that. So, <laughs> so from that point on, it was like, man, he just took off. All right. Now, take us through the recruiting situation a little bit, because obviously he was committed to uh, UCLA originally. Then uh, obviously came to decide he wanted to back the A. But um, just kind of take us through the recruiting spot a little bit. And, you know, when did he start getting noticed? When did he start, you know, uh, you know, players or coaches realizing what Tony Jones saw that day? So uh, I will say 10th grade year, he didn't get anything. He wasn't getting any offers. He was getting uh, recruited, but nobody was calling. Uh, we would get letters in the mail. Um, so 11th grade year, which was COVID year, which is pretty much, uh, uh, shortened. So we only had like four or five games, I think. Right. And then after that, that's when he started getting offers, um, started getting recruited. And then, um, that summer, I want to say the summer, maybe that's when UCLA came in and, um, they offered him. Right. Um, and then, um, of course the 
it, it was good communication up until the point where when Fish and KC came in, it was like, hey, we know you can commit, uh, you're committed to uh, UCLA, but just come on to Arizona and, and check us out and see if you like us or not. And we came, and it was over from that point. So we fell in love with Arizona. <laughs> All right, go talk a little bit. I've listen at Arizona. I always say this. You know, this is. I thought last year was the most talented wide receiver room that I've ever that I've ever seen here. And there's been some talent, but I mean, you know, you got your T Max, you got your Cowens, you got your Sons, you got you know, you got your KGs. But how did he? How did he stay? How did he stay focused and whatnot? And just you know, uh, looking at the big picture, I've always wondered that with kids that are super talented, but they have NFL dudes in front of them. It was hard. And be honest, honestly, it was hard for knowing that he had the talent to to play at this level. It was hard knowing knowing that he has to play behind T Mac. Of course, T Mac, we everybody knows T Mac is all world man. He's he's freaking awesome. Right. <laughs> T Mac right. is uh, is in my opinion, he probably first pick, first pick, first round. Uh, right. No, no, no. So playing behind T Mac, it was um, and and knowing that he has the talent, he just pretty much just got to wait his time. No, uh, just just trust the process. Um, and of course, we had um. The other receivers, you know, KG, uh, Cowing, um, Malachi, you know, those guys are pretty good as well. So just he just got to wait his time. All right, now this is funny, Dennis Walsh. We got a got tons of comments over here, but uh, is it weird that I, the great Tony Jones is on the screen, but I miss him in the chat? I thought the same thing. Tony Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm here. He's here, dude. He's here. We got the real Tony Jones. All right, let's talk now. Let's talk a little bit about. Um, everything that's then transpired and then going on to next year. Um, obviously, Jetfish leaves, and it, it was wild to me because I started getting some messages from parents saying, you know, um, you know, we really like we really like Arizona. We really like this school. We really like, you know, we, we got a lot of loyalty to this school. Um, and so many guys from that 2022 class stayed, and a lot of them told me they're like, it really wasn't that much of a consideration. It took a couple days, and we're like, yeah, we want to stay. Take yeah. us through your process there a little bit, because obviously, when you got a son like that, you got options. Actually, um, we by having little film, so we really didn't have that much options. Oh, you tell uh, Tony, they can talk. He's on the all airport <laughs> team. Come on, come on. <laughs> so. Uh, we had a little film, but uh, when when it happened, of course, uh, we were all um, kind of up in the air. It's like, we're, okay, what's going on? What, what's going to happen? Um, are we going to stay? Are we going to leave? And then when um, T Mac and, and Noah, uh, AJ, of course, stayed in contact with them to figure out what they was doing, and when they finally said that they're going to stay, here it is. You know, we just want to make sure all all the kids are still together because they came in together, they they uh, was recruited together. So, you know, I, I think. That is going to probably be uh, Arizona's offense is probably going to be one of the best in the country. Probably, we still, it, yeah. it absolutely <laughs> we, we still have a, everybody is pretty much coming back on that offense, so yep. it's going to be awesome. Now, talk a little bit. We had we've had Les Fafita on a couple times, and he has very good things to say about the great Tony Jones. But uh, yeah. talk, just talk a little bit about some of the you know some of the bonds that what because again, especially with those Southern California kids, it feels like they've all known each other since they were about two. Um, it, it seems like it, <laughs> but, um, uh, Les and I, we met, of course, on the recruiting trip when we came and, um, him and I, we had, uh, I think we had some cigars and we had some drinks. We just talked, you know, right. just out of the blue, we were just talking, have a good conversation. And at that point I was like, I oh, get yeah, Les is a good dude, man. Right. I like hanging out with him. Every time I see him, I go up and hug him, just right. surprise him, hug, hug him from behind and say, Hey man, I got so much love for you. So, 
Well, here I'm also excited too because again, what I like about Noah, and I think this works, and I told Kevin Green's dad this too, is that if you get open, Noah gets you the ball. Everybody eats with Noah. That's why I've been, and I would love to see, and one of my uh, few critiques, you don't have to say anything here if you don't want to, is I wanted to see more of a receiver rotation. I thought that you had five, six dudes that could all play. Next year though, man, I'm telling you, you get open, Noah's getting you the ball. It's not just going to be laser focused in on T-Mac. That's got to be exciting, Tony. It's, it's very exciting. You know, um, last year, I, I of course, from from my conversations with, with some some folk on the staff, or uh, the previous staff, it sounds like AJ's ready, um, especially after the Colorado game yeah. when he just came in and took over. Um, I think the F, the slot, and the and the Z, if I'm not mistaken, he just came in and, and, and caught two passes during the Colorado game. And from that point on, they said, "Man, he, he's just he's ready. He, he's ready to move forward and, and pretty much get some playing time." But like I said, um, you don't want to take your players off your 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 playmakers off the field. I, we get it. we get that, but at the same time, it's like, come on, it's, it's you're like, I can, he, he can help a little ready. bit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm always going, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a coach first. I'm a dad first, but then I'm right. a coach. And I, I, I can also see um, what my son has, has to offer as well. So. All right. So I was at, so at the spring game, you're probably aware of it when he caught that like 80 yard touchdown uh, yep. pass. All right. So it's funny. So I was sitting with the uh, fans, AKA I was sitting with my parents and uh, <laughs> they, uh, and um, when he caught that ball and he ran away from everybody, my mom says immediately, she says, that looks like the fastest player on the field. And my dad just said, it looks like Hussein Bolt out there. Again, people need to realize how fast this dude is. I would, uh, again, you don't really quite get it because he's so tall and lanky. You don't quite, until you see it up close, it's something different, Tony. Yeah, I don't think he's he's, he's the fastest one on the field. He's still got speed. <laughs> speedy. Yeah, Speedy, speedy would definitely get that for sure. <laughs> but, uh, but, but for his size, for his size, he's he's very fast, man. He's very, very, very fast. Yeah, so um I don't know where like I said, I don't know where he get it from. He didn't he didn't run track in high school. I tried to get him to run track, but now he sees why I wanted him to run track to be even faster. So once he actually learns the technique of running um like he's supposed to, right. he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a dangerous guy on, on especially on the outside. It's funny, this offseason, I get a lot of people saying, well, you know, uh, you got to address this position, this position. And I always tell people, Tony Jones, I always say, I don't need any receivers this year. Sure, it's awesome no. to have. This This unit is loaded. You got T-Mac, who probably off to the NFL in a year. We all know that. But then, like yeah. I said, you got your son. You got KG. You got Malachi. Montana's coming back. This is a yeah. unit where a lot of dudes are ready to eat. Again, I get that you always want to add players. But I don't need to add players when I've already got so many dudes ready to step up. I'm glad that it's this unit that is going to be stepping on the field because all of them are ready. Yeah, I talked to uh, Coach Wade the other day. Uh, I think it was Friday, maybe Friday, and we had a conversation him, him, myself, and uh, Teresa, AJ, AJ's mom. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked, and he's like the best player is going to play. He said he he's he's heard a lot about AJ. Um, he knows that he's ready to play. So, but the best players are going to play. So, only thing AJ has to do now is just go out there and just show what he can do. Um, the cool thing about Bobby more. Wade, the cool thing about Bobby Wade, he was one of the three or four best wide receivers I've ever seen at the U of A. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. He, <laughs> I, I mean, he Tony, like his his senior year, I want to say was like fourteen hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, something like that. He he's a real one. And again, he's another guy too. He could have gone. He was the state player of the year. 
he could have gone pretty much anywhere that he wanted to go. When they hired him, I was like, finally, because again, I've always wanted to get him back on the staff. I think your kid's going to very much enjoy playing with him for a plan for him. He's a real one. Yeah. So our, our conversation, um, he, he said he likes him. Um, he, he actually likes Kobe, Kobe Brennan. What you, what you call him? BB? BB, uh, BB, BB gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> so he talked, he talked to both of them. And, uh, they, they're actually uh, good people to be around. And he said he, he, he enjoyed the conversations that he's had with them so far. So. All right, well, well, let's so, talk to let's put your coaching hat on a little bit because you played, you coached. What do you when you watch when you watch AJ? What are what are some of the conversations like? You know, just you know, growing up, what are the things that you would work on and with? Maybe some of the inside football stuff that the people like me that believe it or not didn't play college football wouldn't possibly get. So a lot of things we worked on is of course cutting drills, um, his hands, making sure his hands are in front of his face, um, catching the ball with his hands instead of his chest. Uh, we worked on a lot of uh, cone drills, ladder drills, uh, man, yeah, stadiums. We we did a whole lot just to try to get get him ready and, and, and uh, his skills up too. So actually, when he comes to Atlanta, so I live in Atlanta. So whenever he comes to Atlanta, I, I have one of my college teammates. He actually has a he's a trainer as well. So um, whenever he comes to Atlanta, we just go straight directly to him and let him get his strength and, and working on his power. Just just pretty much power cleans and getting all that stuff together. But was seems- it hard? Was it hard to get weight on him uh, growing up because he's such an angular, he's such an angular build. Was it, what was that like for, especially uh, were there a lot of cheese based dishes that were given to him? It's still hard. Uh, he, he's very picky with his food. So right. even, even now, even now is certain things that he'll eat and certain things he won't eat. Like I'll try to get him to try different things. Like now nah, that don't look too right. So he's uh he's more <laughs> of a, uh, <laughs> He's more of a macaroni guy. He he, he loves he loves macaroni and cheese. So right. he's like a macaroni and cheese connoisseur or something like that. So if you can put a macaroni and cheese in front of him, he'll be happy. He he won't eat anything else. No turkey, no dressing. If you have macaroni and cheese, he'll he'll tear. He'll probably eat the whole pan of it. So what was Thanksgiving like then? Was it just macaroni and cheese? Oh no 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 no. I still I still do my thing, but <laughs> but he still macaroni and cheese is his thing. So Tony Jones, are you going to make it down to a game this year? You should. I'm always at a game. Nice. I'm nice. All, yeah, I'm, I'm at at least at least three, maybe three home games. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, Tony, you need to hit me up though. We can go get some brewskis. It'll be on me. It'll be on Iron Mike Luke. Let's do it. Dude. Let's do it. All right. Now, um, just like like I said, just going forward, then, like, what are what were you know, like, what are what are just your hopes? What are what are your goals? Again, everybody, you know, like. I always tell, like, I always tell parents, I'm like, when they're, when they want for advice, I don't know why they're asking me for it. Make sure your kid enjoys the college life. Because again, again, there's a time to work. There's also a time to play. And a lot of people don't get this opportunity. How's he like, how is he just enjoying the college life? Again, just, you know, being a division one football player. You know, I try to get him to go out and hang out with his friends a lot, but it's like that. I just, I just want to chill at home or I'm tired. And it's like, man, you got to get out and enjoy it. Enjoy life. Enjoy right. enjoy this college life because football is a business, whether it be, especially after after high school. College, NFL, of course, uh, is a business. You know what right. I mean? And you got to take, take it as such. You got to make sure you're taking care of your body, uh, make sure you're eating right, make sure you're taking your supplements, all this stuff. So right now, I just, every day we talk. So I make sure, I want to make sure that he is um in the, in the training room, making sure he's taking care of his body, and also making sure he's in the weight room. Like Saturday, he called and told he sent me a picture. It was like at seven, eight o'clock at night. He's in the weight room. Right. You no. Know, so he's just trying to get better. 
So. And he's got like 1% body fat as well. Yeah, he get that from me. Even though I'm like 285, but. <laughs> oh, but you come on. Everybody's got, every athlete has something at some point like that, Tony. Come on. The, yeah, um, he's, yeah, yeah, he's very slim, man. Very muscular. So, um, do you, now, do you, uh, I was going to say, when, um, just, I don't know, just kind of going forward then, the, uh, what do you think about Brent, Brennan, Dino Babers? If you had, had, had been, bleh, have you been able to have any contact with them? Uh, no, not yet. I'm pretty okay. sure it's coming. Uh, only person I talk to right now in in the past is uh, Coach Wade. And we just, right. we had a conversation last week, but I haven't talked to Coach uh, Brennan yet. I will say this with uh, Dino Babers, it was the best offense in school history that he ran when he was here. Um, Dennis North, oh, okay. you had uh, multiple first round picks on the or no uh, first round running back, second round wide receiver. Get a load of this, Tony Jones. That team had nineteen his uh, as the offensive coordinator, nineteen NFL players on it. We don't generally get that around here at the U of A, Tony Jones. Not bad. It's not right. bad. Not bad at all. You know, I'm, I'm very excited for this new coaching staff, though. Seriously. Um, it seems like everybody is is excited to be, and uh, especially we got some people coming back. Um, Coach Akina, of course, uh, I, I kind of like, like, even though he's on the defensive side, I, I like his energy. Um, and uh, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about this new coaching staff. All right, Tony, you are the man. Appreciate you. If you find any Kia boys, send them my way. I'm looking to deal with these people, Tony Jones. I'm happy you got your hat back, though. Dude, seriously, man. I told, and everybody that kept trying to get me a new hat, nope. I'm going to have to take a shower and comb my hair until I get the hat back. This will be the only hat, Tony Jones. I got you. I got All right. You. You're the man, bro. We appreciate you. And again, you're one of, obviously, you're one of the many very special parents. And again, uh, stay in touch. But like I said, when you come down to Tucson, hit me up, Tony Jones. Will do. Thank you, sir. Thanks All right. You're my man. Now. Appreciate you, boss. Talk to you soon, dude. All Thanks right. again. All right. All right. All right, the great Tony Jones, Tony Jones, Tony Jones. All right, we go from one great to the next. Now we have Jason Shear in here. Hello, Jason Shear. How are you doing? Hello, Michael. How are you? Yeah. I was going to say, all right, Tony Jones, the man, though. We very much like Tony Jones. All right, now I got to get a couple reads in here first because I figured I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to waste any time of Tony Jones when I can get the reads in here. But first, where should we go for Circle K, my friends? Circle K. All right. Join the inner circle. Do you think Tony Jones is part of the inner circle? I would assume, right? All the great parents are. I would assume he is as well. Join inner circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for details and game time. Say you want to go watch Tony or uh, AJ Jones catching touchdowns next year, but you don't know how to find AJ Jones or you don't know how to find tickets. Well, you should go to game time. Game time has all of them. Check it out. Game time. I'm going to uh, download the game time app, create an account and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. I'm a big fan of AJ Jones. You know, this, I believe that AJ Jones is going to have a very nice season. Jason Shear. This is true. Yeah. I'm all about it. I'm, I'm really curious to see how they rotate everything at wide receiver. And I think guys like AJ will probably get more of a chance. Yeah. And honestly, uh, he was another guy, too, that, like, I, I get it's a numbers game, but you and I saw him in that spring game when he caught the ball and he ran away from everybody, and he looked like he was six foot ten running away from everybody who was, like, my size. He is a uh, – he's a specimen. He's one of these guys that – I mean, he's tall, don't get me wrong, but he looks in person much bigger than he <laughs> he's, like, listed right. at. Like, the first time we saw him, we are like, is he 6'8"? Uh, just because of the way he's built. I, I, I definitely think 
that this offense, I mean, obviously you don't take T-Mac off the field, but right. beyond that now, I mean, it's it's wide open at the receiver position. I do like Bobby Wade, what his remarks were uh, when he said that uh, he called the great Tony Jones and he said, Tony Jones, um, the best players will play. That's what I want. Honestly, listen, T-Mac's not coming off the field, nor should he. And if T-Mac does come off the field, um, I will have immediate questions about Bobby Wade. But overall, though, I, the thing that, annoyed me a little bit about last year is I felt that uh, I felt there was a lot of guys who were right that, that could have rotated in and out. Um, and Mike, again, you, know that. you take, you take shots at them all the time. I know who you're talking about. Just say it again. I would love to have the, my bad Montana Lamonius Craig moment, <laughs> by the way, man, how long is that hashtag? But I just didn't understand why he was out there literally the entire game. I thought when you, again, I get it's a different position, but when you have dudes like KJ or KJ, when you have dudes like KG, when you have dudes like AJ uh, Malachi, I thought that there was something there that uh, U of A was leaving on the field. I am excited about uh, Bobby Wade taking a new look at everything. And it's really interesting because the, the previous coaching staff was very openly and clearly looking for another wide receiver. Um, it's early, but I don't get that vibe from this coaching staff. I get the vibe that they're looking a lot more at other positions right now. Yeah, and honestly, they should. Let's talk about some of those positions. Um, I put out on uh, I put out on Wildcat Authority uh, just kind of a rough defensive chart. Um, all right. Uh, listen, um, you're gonna have your you got three safeties that we'd all know are going to play a ton. You got Genesis Smith. You've got um. Uh, excuse me, you got Genesis Smith, you got Dalton Johnson, you got Gunnar Maldonado. My bad, Gunnar Maldonado, hashtag. Um, you've got, obviously, Takario Davis, uh, hopefully, which I believe uh, it, so far so good. Uh, trading Stooks, you want trading in at the nickel. I get all of that. You like to get another D, you like to get another couple DBs, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. They definitely need at least two more cornerbacks, in my opinion. Um, you know, you never know. You know, I'm curious. Maybe Viney watches film and decides he loves G7 or something like that. But I still think you need to go out and get a a, a proven cornerback out there and, and kind of add to that room. Safety, I think you're you're probably fine. Okay. Maybe you want a little bit of depth. But, um, you know, corner, I, I think, is definitely one where you want to add one or two guys for sure. All right, B-Cat. I don't know. B-Cat. I got to meet B-Cat, the great B-Cat, on uh, the watch party, which Jason Shear did not attend, but he has promised Erica, the great Erica Day, that he, he will attend a watch party. This is true. I will be at one. I don't know which one, but I'll be at one. All right. The QB room has been decimated. I don't agree. You got Braden Dorman back as the backup. You've got Noah Fafita. You lost to Mon Williams, but that's it. I guess JDL would be the other one that they lost. Well, yeah, but that's addition by subtraction. I'm cool with I mean, that one. I mean, look at the end of the day, like you, you are kind of what you are with your QB room. You have a starter and a backup. Yeah. Could we add one more? I could see them adding one more, but, but I I'm, guess they need a, who's the third quarterback. I guess they could probably use the third quarterback. Yeah, they could use it. Is Luke Ashworth still on the team? No, but that remember dude, the, the, the legend, you, you call it, you tell this story. This is a good story. I think we said it before. I don't know, but basically Mike and I went to a practice and they had the drill where there's like the little pockets that you throw into. Uh, in the net and all the starters go and then Luke Ashworth steps up and goes what was it like 10 for 10 it was amazing and, the, and like it's like within this radius <laughs> amazing like, like by far the most accurate QB on that drill We're like who is this dude and we realized it was Arizona's like fourth quarterback I guess Cole Tannenbaum right is he still around yeah I think he's still around 
Well, they probably need to add another quarterback. Maybe like a Juco guy that only has like two years left or something like that. Some guy that you hopefully does, hopefully never has to play, but if he comes in, he can like hand the ball off. All right, Brad Rich. Um, Brad Rich, we do not like people with two first names around here. We've been over this many, many times, Brad Rich. Um, but uh, so is Chuck Cecil not going to be in the building? I'm fine if Chuck wants to be an analyst. I do not want Chuck as a full-time, and again, I know that, I don't want to get you in trouble here, so I'll say it. I don't want Chuck as a full-time coach. That that time is long past. This is not Chuck Cecil. Um, I Yes, go ahead, Jason. Sure. I, I would be surprised if Chuck, now, someone I talked to that's close to Chuck was basically saying that Chuck was kind of leaning towards just not doing football, like kind of stepping away and, you know, he'll help with fundraising and stuff, but not necessarily a position where he has to wake up at 5 a.m. and come home at, you know, 6 p.m. and all that kind of enjoying life. There's some NFL options out there for him if he wants to join an NFL staff. Um, not necessarily as a position coach, but, you know, NFL staffs now have, what, like 20 different guys on their staff. Um, but, yeah, I, I I don't see him. I, I'm not even sure he's going to be an analyst. I don't think he is. I don't think Hunley is either. I know that's the next question. Both guys, though, have been very active in fundraising roles with NIL and stuff like that. All right, now let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the linebacker position. Um, you obviously have uh, Jacob Manu who will play. Um, Newsflash: We'll talk about the presser here in a second. Um, then you hope that Leviticus Sua can make that next step, but then you're also hoping that Arizona can add a linebacker or two because it's a very thin unit at this point, Jason Shear. Yeah, I, I and I think Arizona fully realizes this coaching staff fully knows it has to add a linebacker. I, I think that that I would be shocked if they didn't add a linebacker now keep in mind it's you're you're at a dead period now uh, you know be, until march so maybe it doesn't happen before spring ball uh but they're they're absolutely going to add a linebacker now do you think that you could find one of these linebackers at the gila river resorts and casinos because the big cool kids hang out there i would assume yeah i mean so again if you see the coaches at the gila river resorts and casinos then uh check it out you do you at gila river resorts and casinos visit play at gila.com for more details again maybe you'll find the next u of a football player there or maybe you'll find them with some ogs ogs all right now check it out ogs where is this at uh hold on ogs brands to learn more about ogs gummies and where you can find them head on over to ogs brands like we always say ben white is a big fan of the fruits and the creams check it out um again ogs check it out um all right now uh let's see oh i'll definitely join the my bad flow movement um again i don't see that one happening but uh yeah flow is back uh, Mr. Tyler Warden, um, again, no inside info, but I would be very, very surprised. Um, uh, but I will say this, whatever Russell Davis decides, you all need to be very nice to him because it is an amazing family. It is an amazing kid. How, wherever they go, they're going about this the right way. Everybody be very nice to Russell Davis. You agree with this, Jason Shear? Yeah. I mean, and, and I said this before, you should be nice to all these kids. Uh, look. Yeah. I understand price lock rub people the wrong way. So you do you on that one guys. But um, like, I don't blame Russell Davis. I don't blame Isaiah Ward. I don't blame any of these kids. I just don't like go they, where you want to go, man. The coaches do that. The players should do that. The, the, their lives got upended. They're going to choose what they know and, and usually what they're comfortable with. And that's either staying or going or whatever. And 
It is right. what it is. By the way, how cool is this name? Uh, Tyler Warden. Uh, good, good, very good follow on Twitter. I retweet his stuff and pretend it's mine. Uh, Mr. Tyler Warden, though, um, that sounds like a British knight. Mr. Tyler Warden has now come forth. I like that name quite a bit, quite a bit. Big Bill Norton, yes. Big Bill Norton is going to be back. Um, Big Bill Norton's mother is coming on the show Friday. BBN, Nancy Norton, or no, not Stacy Norton. Excuse me, Nancy Norton. I have an, I have an aunt with that name. But uh, check it out. Uh, BBN will be here on Friday. Do not worry about it. Um, uh, no, uh, Russell is not going to ASU. No. He's, going to, he's going to UW. I, yeah. I, I'm assuming Texas might be in there, but he's going to UW. Yeah, there you go. He's not going to ASU. So again, be nice to this kids. Except this one. That was very funny, Bearcat. But again, when you try to defraud people out of that stuff, the the price off thing was one of the crappier things I've ever seen. To be honest, yeah, with that you. was. Uh, and then he lied about it. Yeah, and then he deleted tweets. Right. Now look, you don't make a ton of money off those jerseys, but you for you to say I don't make any money off them, and then it's literally listed as the NIL jersey. Come yeah. on. And then you say you want people to remember the name, but that you then you delete the uh, tweet. I thought you wanted people to remember the name. Why? Why do you want people? If you want people to remember the name, stay. It was yeah, weird. It's not. Yeah, it's not that difficult. All right, now why let the line? All right, I would expect. Um, I would. Yes, it was. That was a Jed move by uh, Prysock for sure. Um, here's where I think the line stands right now. And again. Not an insider, but I'll say this. I believe that the uh, defensive uh, ends right now on paper will probably be Ty Ty Uyagulele and uh, Trey Smith. And then on the interior, BBN and Chubba. What say you, Jason Shear? Yeah, I mean, I think there could be some movement, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I think there I could be some... Right now, right. Right now, though, yes. Yeah, I, I expect Trey Smith. I would be surprised. I, I hate saying this. I'd be surprised if he doesn't wind up at Arizona. Uh, maybe by the end of the week. I don't is think he's fluid. Is it fluid? It's always fluid in recruiting. That's why I hate saying I think with recruiting. But um, yeah, I, I would say, and that's not bad. It's big. That's a big defensive line. But they need a little bit more depth. I do. Yes, they need more depth. That's my concern. And also, I like Ty Ty. Um, when they move Ty Ty outside, he he's got a real motor to him. I like Ty Ty. Yeah, I, I do too. They they probably need what I would say, another end, right? Yeah, yo, you need you need more ends and you need more uh, you need more tackles. The, I'm I'm cool with the I'm cool with the four as long as you get Trey Smith, but you need more depth for sure. I mean, that's definitely you got to get some real you got to get some real depth in there and quality depth as well. But like we always say, the portal nothing is finalized until essentially August. So again, it's always recruiting season. Yeah, like, it's hard, like, and I know people are disappointed, like, uh, there's other players, you know, whatever, but, and I know people are disappointed that Arizona's missing out on guys, but, like, I can't stress enough, like, it's it's a wasted breath, because we have no idea, remember, Arizona's best defensive lineman came to Arizona in May, like, right. Taylor Upshaw came in May, because stuff with Colorado fell through, right. like, the portal from, from coaches I talked to at Arizona and elsewhere, they're like, sheer... You have no idea what this portal is going to look like in the spring. It's going to be – people are going to be like, you got to be kidding me. Because what's going to happen is you're going to see backup quarterbacks transfer. You're going to see guys that thought they would have bigger roles that found out they don't transfer. I mean, it's going to be – it's going to make – and also you have 15 days. It's right. only a 15-day period. So it's going to be insane. There will be players that uh, there will be there will be good players on the market. It'll be up to Arizona to be able to get those. All right, briefly about the offensive line. Then we got to get to some Arizona basketball because I know a lot of people think we're in a football school, but unlike ASU, we're good at both now. So we will get to some basketball. Um, 
I love the offense. I think the offense is going to be fantastic. Um, the line is back. You got depth on the line. You got depth at receiver. I would expect to be adding a, a nice running back or two as well. You got fam back. Uh, Noah, this is a Kean Burnett, Dorian Thomas. This is going to be a loaded offense, Sheer. Yeah, I don't worry about the offense. I, I really don't. Uh, Dorian Thomas is a guy that Arizona spoke highly of, and they really wanted him at UW. I mean, they really wanted him. That's that's going to be a big. You know, it's not. He may not be Tanner McLaughlin right away, but the O line coming back is absolutely huge. Can't stress enough how big it was that uh, Lath and Polito and Jonah and Wendell Moy, all those guys came back. Josh Baker, that is a a big big deal. Receivers, yeah, you lose Jacob Cowing, but you bring back everyone else. Running back, you lost Jonah Coleman, but you're going to add, uh, you know, I would say you're going to add two more running backs, one as soon as, you know, the next 48 hours. Um, it, it's it's going to be fine. I don't worry about the offense. All right, now, now let's talk a little Arizona basketball, and we're going to get to this press conference coming up. Here's my problem with Arizona basketball, Sheer. I believe that this team is as good. I believe their upside is better than any team in the country. Why can't they put a performance like they did against Oregon, which is a solid team together, game in and game out? When they play like that, they're the best team in the country. Your boy, uh, Ryan Peterson, had a very interesting stat, which was that when the crowd is 9,000 or more this season, Arizona's 13-1. and one. When it's less, they're 1-5. and five. Yeah. I don't, again, I don't, sorry, but again, that's an Arizona problem. That means yeah, you're not so going up for these games. Yeah. It's super weird. And it's concerning because what happens if in March it's at a 10 AM tip off and there's no one there, right? Are they just not going to play hard? Like it's, you know, but again, you saw it against Oregon when this team is going just how good they are, how many pieces they are. I need more of this year, not less of it. Yeah. They looked awesome against Oregon. Awesome. Right. They look like one of the best teams in the country. I mean, their defense was awesome. Their rebounding, their their offense, they were hitting threes. They looked fantastic. But then we saw them against Oregon State. By the way, is there a weirder team than Oregon State? Like, have no. you seen their splits at home? No, it's not. They're and that's for you, the digital damn. Um, but uh, no, it's weird. I was very glad. I was very happy, though, that they beat ASU. That was yeah. very – I was Dude, really they lost. They, their only losses are to UCLA – and Stanford and OT, and they're averaging like it's something like 13 more points per game at home. Like they're wild at home. And I'm not saying it's a good loss or anything like that, but uh, props to them. They beat the crap out of ASU. All right. Yes, they did. And they deserve to beat the crap out of ASU. Um, oh, yeah. Oregon By the State- way, Arizona falls to number 11 in the eight people. Oh, that's fine. I'm fine with that. That's who's that. Yeah, He's I'm fine. fine because again, whatever. All right. Um, Caleb Love. Yeah, there were, many, there were many people against adding Caleb Love. I was not one of them. I was very, I was a fierce advocate of adding Caleb Love. What do you think about those people that were against adding Caleb Love, Jason Shear? Yeah, turned out great. I don't. I wasn't against it. I never well, said I, you were. Hey, why? Why are you getting defensive? I would say I was. I was. I questioned it. And Tommy Lloyd, I think, has done a superb job with him. I think we need to give a lot of credit, Tommy, and I think we need to give. A lot of credit to Caleb Love for not being, look, yeah, the guy takes 30 shots on games, right? But, man, does Arizona need him. I mean, it, it's just no doubt in my mind that Arizona needs Caleb Love. And without Caleb Love, I hate to say it, this team would not be very good. I wouldn't. No, that's for sure. And you know what else I like? He's shooting 45% from the field, Jason Shear. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's got to be jumping aside. He's got to be the conference player of the year at this point. Right? I I was looking at it. You have a vote I'm, for this, don't you? Yeah, I have a vote. I'm very important. <laughs> uh, I you know, I don't know who else would get it. Yeah, Dante, I think is up there kind of quietly. But nah, he's is, missed too much time. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he he can't win it because he's missed too much time. KJ Simpson would probably be the yeah. other guy, but yeah. it's probably it's Caleb good, and, and KJ. Right. Um. No, hey, all these people. Oh, Jay, oh, Joseph, you are wrong. Or no, not Joseph. Uh, excuse me, D Maxwell. Uh, hey, Sheer, remember when I said U of A should get Mikey Williams? Now UCF is going to be good. No, you don't want Mikey Williams. Come on, you know what he did? <laughs> you could just yell "shooter" every time he shoots. Oh yes, exactly, and it wouldn't be directed towards Brandon Miller. Um, Mike, I'm very excited about tomorrow. I'm going back to football. I don't care. Big Twelve schedule, nine a.m. Oh, is that what it's re- – oh, really? Yeah. I thought the schedule was already released. Football schedule was uh, – it was just the opponents, not the times or the dates. Full oh, schedule. Oh, very cool. Hopefully there's no 9.30 games, wink, wink. Well, we don't have the times, I assume. I'm a little pissed because, if you remember, I rescheduled the dentist appointment that I had during the whole Brent Brennan thing. I It is rescheduled for tomorrow at 9 a.m. I just can't catch a break. All right. Now, some bur- – sure, have you ever had some burrows before? Uh, no, but I've, I've heard the hype. The hype is real. The hype is legit. Now it's not like a Floyd Mayweather fight where everybody gets excited for the fight and you see that there's no substance whatsoever. Some burrows is different. It's all substance and a hype. Let some burrows cater your next meal, big or small order online or find one near you by visiting some my friends. All right. Um, Let's see here. Let's see here. Uh, oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about this press conference coming up in a little bit. Uh, Bobby Robbins, a uh, cover your ass press conference coming up um, at about one o'clock. Here's what I'm assuming happens. And I don't know this for a fact. This is just me guessing. Um, I'm going to guessing he's going to announce that some people have either been fired slash reassigned. They're going to put some blue ribbon panel together to make some uh, to, uh, some corrections and whatever he has to do to save his job, he will say and he will do. This is correct. Yeah, Hobbs called for Arnold, which is it actually is a pretty big conflict of interest. He's the head of ABOR and then he's the CFO at Arizona. And she basically said that he had to step down as CFO. My guess is we see that today. He'll step down as CFO. And then they'll say, you know, they're going to hire someone to run an external audit. And they're going to use that to fix the issues. And they'll be transparent. And they'll meet with Hobbs and blah, blah, blah. The end. Sheer, I do have a bone to pick with you, my friend. Do have a bone to pick with you. I was not aware of that tweet you put out, but somebody sent me that tweet, Jason Shear. Yeah, let me clarify that tweet. Come on, come on. Clarify your tweet. Arizona had no choice, was probably worded poorly. It should have been Robbins had no choice. And the reason he had no choice was because, again, we said it before, he needs to save his ass, right? Right. So the numbers aren't going to be good, and he had to fire someone, and it was Dave. So I didn't mean it like Dave screwed up, they had to fire him. I just I mean it. that they needed a scapegoat in that situation. <sighs> Feel a lot better about it now. Feel a lot better. Everybody out there, uh, send a thank you to Dave, by the way. He's handling this like a champ as uh, Dave is. Dave is an amazing person. All right. Now, sign up for BetMGM. Bet $5 and get $158 instantly. Get that Jason Shear Wildcat Authority money. Shear, $158 would give you a uh, year-long subscription, would it not? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, there it is. Sign up for BetMGM. Use bonus code PHNX. <laughs> Place your first BetMGM Sportsbook mo- wager through BetMGM Sportsbook mobile app for at least $5. You will receive 158 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcomes. Check out the show notes for details. Um, now, Tony Clifton, this is my, this is my, uh, my, yes, this, this is my, my, uh, my problem with the whole Robin situation. Um, yes, Robbins, let's be honest here. Robbins deserves to be fired. I mean, duh, but he's really good for sports. He understands sports. So if I'm just being selfish and I'm just thinking about me and nobody else, I want him around still. Well, it's funny because people have been messaging me like, sure, why don't you talk about academics and how Robbins impacts that? And I so- do. That's not my job. I don't care. Like, I care about academics, but I'm not. Like, like I'm not going to the press conference today. I don't care. Like, I care, but I don't care. Does that make sense? Like, sure, I'm interested as some that went to U of A and it's local and all that. But at the end of the day, if if Arizona replaces Robbins with a president like Michael Crow who doesn't care about sports, it it hurts Arizona athletics, and that's the priority here. As bad as that sounds. Yeah, I mean it's kind of the way it, it's kind of the way it is. I mean, it just I, again, I, I'm being selfish here, but I get it. I get the fa- but because here's the other thing, um, that also very much uh, that also very much worries me is that um, I don't want somebody in your like crow that doesn't like sports. This thing can go in the wrong direction very quickly if you get a president in here that doesn't like sports, and a lot of these presidents don't like sports. This is true. Yeah, a lot of presidents don't like sports. They look at it as kind of this barbaric thing where it's like, oh, there's competition involved. Gross. But meanwhile, sports is paying all these bills. Or yeah, most I know. So that's that's something that we need to be very, very uh, clear about, my friends. All right. Now, I'm starting a Discord thing tomorrow from 945 to 10 where you can ask Mike Luke anything, anything, anything. I might answer. I might not, but you can check it out. Um, let's see. We will discuss. Oh, actually, let's see. Uh, sure. You're getting a dentist tomorrow, right? Yeah. At 9 a.m. All right. I, well, then, we'll have, at I hope we'll have so. To do it on, we'll have to do it on Wednesday then. If you're, uh, what are you, what are you getting done? Uh, I had a crown fall off, so they need to give me a crown and all that. All right. Well, Jason already wears a crown on his head, um, but you can do this as well. All right. Now, on that note, uh, sure. where can they find you? WildcatAuthority.com, Wildcat Scoop Podcast with Shelby, and at Jason Shear on Twitter. All right. You can find me, Iron Mike Luke. Um, we will, but I Five of Kind Media, I will be discussing this tomorrow. I got you. Don't worry. All right. But, excuse me, for the great Tony Jones. Um, let's see here. B-Cat, you're the man, B-Cat. Very nice meeting you. All right. For the great Tony Jones. The venerable Jason Shear. I am merely Mike Luke. Hold on. I'm having to operate these things today. Give me just a second. What is this? Oh, that's not what I was looking for. Um, hold on. By the way, how what a great picture that is. That's just everything. Um, <laughs> I love all the notes she had in her car too. The car too. It was amazing. There was like a markers. Uh I love that I put my hands in one of her purses and had to pull over to wash my hands because they had a rash and tingly. Yeah, that was was gross. No good. Not good. Oh, let's see here. I'm going to find it. Don't leave yet, everybody. Don't leave yet. Don't leave yet. I see anybody who leaves. All right, there it is. On that note, for Jason Shear, I'm Mike Luke. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast. Watch this. (laughs) 